No, 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 We all ate too much. I guarantee it. Oh my well, god, two sandwiches. Two sandwiches. Oh my Hell god. Hell yeah. He's going super saiyan, guys. Pretty much. <laughs> Someone's gonna get buzzed soon, aren't you? Or are you gonna huh? leave it alone? No, I'm leaving it alone. I'm gonna I keep like it. it. I'm gonna keep it this length. Oh, like okay. It. I thought you were because usually you've been like buzzing the crap out of it. It's because I can't cut my own hair. <laughs> I know. The back of this doesn't look right. Yeah. It's all right. It's there fine. we go. But I'm gonna stab notes. somebody with my fohawk. Stab someone with your fohawk. Yep. Oh Lord in heaven, is this the '90s again? No, man, it's Cobra Kai. Get it Cobra right. Cobra Kai. You're you, are you bringing it back? Yep. Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, Dr. Pepper, 23 amazing flavors. Oh yes. Wait for real? It's it's got 23 flavors on it. It tells you right there in the can. 23 flavors. What the hell other kind of flavor is Dr. Pepper? I can imagine like a, a cherry Dr. Pepper. There's cherry, there's vanilla. No, 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 it's 23 ingredients to make a Dr. Pepper. Okay. Oh, I thought you said 23 flavors. No, sorry, it's blended with 23 flavors. I see. Oh. Yeah. But on that note, welcome to Manadrome. I hope everyone's Christmas was awesome, and New Year's will probably, we can say that. I hope your New Year's is safe and awesome. I am Adam. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. Woo! Woo! Uh, we have two games that we want to talk about, and let's get right to it. I know that you haven't played Halo, so do you want to do Five Nights at Freddy's or talk about Halo first? Go ahead and do Halo first. All right. Needless to say, honest to God truth, I really love Halo. Like, I dig Halo so much. The only thing that pisses me off about this is that we're kind of getting, like, little bits of the game. Here's the multiplayer first. Here's the story campaign first. You know, the things that you want for your multiplayer, we'll have it here now. Co-op, co-op won't come out until this time, because the biggest problem, the letdown with this game, it would have been amazing with co-op. Yeah. Honest to God truth, like, I was, like, talking to my my little cousin, Kayla, and she was talking, like, she's like, I wish we could play multiplayer. I'm like, me too! Yeah. Just imagine grappling hooking all over the place, how yeah. cool that would be. Yeah. We could sing the Attack on Titan theme song, Josh, together! Yeah, I, I'm actually. I, well, I'm, I'm trying. I, I had to think for a second what the what the theme was, but yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, but no, overall. No, I won't sing it. I don't know the words. I just know the the music. He, that hurts my feelings. Andrew, would you sing it with me? I don't know the song. I don't like Attack on Titan anyway. That you don't. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. they say. Is you it, can hum it at least. Is it Japanese? It's yeah. Japanese. Okay. It's like we are the hunters now. Oh. That's the song print the first. The, th the thing is, I've always liked the opening song of that. A lot yeah. of people love that song, but sure. the anime sucks. I like it. It sucks. I've, I've seen like the it. first couple of episodes. I never I, finished it. I, call, I called it like in the first three episodes. I don't think it's a top tier three. I'm just on there right now. It's no, it, it's not. It, it's a niche anime, but apparently a lot of people like it. I'm not you know, sure why. I, I like the idea of like what's going on with it. You know. I just wish the writing was better. I'm sorry. And the storytelling was better. I'm sorry. And it wasn't so predictable. I'm sorry. Now, it's bad. <laughs> well, yeah. What was the, what was the game that you were just complaining about last episode where you said better writing? 
Uh, Resident Evil 8. That's what it was. Yeah, Resident Evil 8 yeah. had pretty good writing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 7 is superior. Again, we, we, yeah. we can all admit that 7 is superior than 8, but I love the stick of just, like, the environment of what 8 brought yeah, to the, the table. Yeah, the environment and the B-horror kind of aspect of the game, I feel like they were going back to the roots and making fun of us fine, but that's not the game we're talking about. But yes, yeah, I was going to say. I, I, enjoy write, I enjoy good writing in games. Apparently, I'm getting a Letty Domitress mouse pad thing, you know, oh, for like your wrist. Oh, Markiplier just got? Yeah, I'm, apparently my friend's like, I'm gonna get you that. I was like, thank you, friend. It, her boobs are the help cushion your wrists when you play in yeah. your mouse. Oh, aren't those gel pads bad for your wrists? Did I heard they, that they're bad. No. It's just gonna be decoration sure. for me. It's gonna they're be not bad for your wrist. I thought they, like, cut the circulation off to your, like, it's your hand or whatever. can, depending on how you rest your wrist and how uh, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the neat things about it's Halo... It's all worth it. <laughs> it's all worth it. But pretty much the biggest thing that I love that's totally different from the entire idea of like other Halos is its open world. Yeah. So just like open world games like Far all the Far Cry series and so on and so Assassin's on. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. There's upgrades. You can upgrade your armor. You can... Oh, I was thinking about the tower. Like, Borgia Towers in Assassin's yeah. Creed. There Same concept. So Take my over, Take over like bases. I was so confused. Like, what are these boxes for? I'm like, they're for your upgrades. Yep. And he's like, what should I focus on? Like, for me, honest got truth, grappling hook. And your shields. That's all I focused on was grappling hook and shields. Are, are you talking about the thing at the very beginning of the game You'll where he like takes a, that thing from that one Spartan, the fallen Spartan, and you get that core or whatever? There are multiple different things. Oh, okay. There is a grappling hook. Yeah. There is like kind of like a sonar, which you do need the sonar for one of the boss missions. Oh my god, some of the the um, the Sanhili warriors, the uh -huh. elites, when they go cloak, oh my god, it's terrifying. Oh, right, the, the, the first Spartan that he finds had a shield upgrade, right? Wasn't that yes. what that core was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then All like right. you know, like then you have like a defense shield, then you have a dash ability and so on and so on, and you can upgrade all of them. Ah. So you have to go around, look around. I see. Um The one thing that I just I it it makes me laugh, but it's also kind of like how happened is every time you call a vehicle. Oh, Big yeah. or small, you will crush one yep. of the Marines. Someone the, always dies. The Marines will then also dive down and just chill. I'm like, I'm just going to lay down. I don't want to fight anymore, apparently, and get crushed. Yep. They get crushed. And it kind of like, it's, it's something that I don't get, but one of the most menacing things that you can do, and I, I feel like it, it breaks the game, is when you fight, they are these special elite soldiers. They're all different races. They can be the, the elites. They can be a jackal. They can be a hunter. They can be, you know, a brute, hmm. and so on and so on. And you have to hunt them down, and they have a special gun, hmm. a special weapon. I got the sentinel beam, and I gave all my soldiers the sentinel beams. I hopped in the one warhog without the gatling gun, yeah. and they are literally, like, just, it's like... Uh, a Pink Floyd show of just lasers shooting out. Oh, interesting. It's insane. Huh. It's insane. I am missing three skulls right now. There are skulls hidden all throughout the world, Yeah. which is a really neat idea. Yeah, they were saying the first skull in the game that you come across is really easy to miss. It's really easy to miss. I actually replayed it because I missed it. Huh. So just a heads up on that front if anyone has touched this game yet. Um, the story campaign alone, again, I'm on Legendary right now. I beat the story campaign already once already and did everything. I like it. I like it a lot. So does the AI ever get a name? No. Oh. I don't want to spoil anything, but she is referred to as the weapon. Yeah. 
I don't want to spoil anything on the podcast. I'll talk to you about what what exactly the AI is. Yeah. But it's like it's insane. And my my biggest gripe that I'm having is I read the books. Yeah, I read the Halo books, so I know what's going on. Sure. All my friends who who played Halo Five are just like, what what's going on right now? I'm confused. Like, what's what what happened to all this? Like, co- like the whole entire thing about Cortana is like isn't properly talked about until like later in the game. Um, but the Spartan Hunters, they're fun. Mm. They the one that you will fight up against. He's got a robotic arm. He's an elite with a robotic arm, and he do wields blades. And he goes cloak. And it is terrifying. I got lucky on legendary. Mm. Lucky. He I um, used the sonar at the right time, and I sh- fired one of the canisters um, that breaks the shield and stuns them. Mm. And then there was I threw two crates at him that were explosive. That first boss fight isn't a spartan hunter right before just, before no, you get he the one that drops from the elevator yeah that is a spartan hunter oh okay yes yes all those he like wasn't that hard no he's not wait until you get the, meet the guy with the hammer oh oh have fun with that one oh. uh, legendary he was hard i mean overall though for like this halo i love it i just wish i had co-op right now sure i mean i want to give it's this game this game's been out for like a month I want to give this no yeah. Co-op. I want to give this game, honest to God, truth, a ten out of ten. But I I can't because this what they're doing is something I don't want to see other game developers do. Here's some of the game, and we'll isn't keep, that all game developers now? Let's uh, just patch it after it launches. That's what that's what happened <laughs> with Battlefield 2042. I mean, I everyone talked to me about how bad the bugs were, and I was playing on the Xbox and I wasn't having anything. And then all of a sudden, I played a few matches. Of like, I think it was um, control, and then it just was a joke when that didn't tornado. Did that happen with Far Cry Six? I didn't have any problems with Far Cry Six with lagging. No, I mean like, didn't they? Didn't they do like a day one patch for that game? Or I no? swear to God, they did. I thought yes. they did. I thought they did. I, uh, I mean, overall, I love how Master Chief feels in this game. He he feels like um like Doom guy. He's sure. Th- he's got weight to him now. Yeah. yeah. He really feels weighted. Yeah. You know. And what is your opinion on the fall damage? There is no fall damage. I, I just I just thought it was weird. It's, it kind of breaks the game. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It really, in my opinion, it breaks the game. But at the same time, if they did give you fall damage, then using the grappling hook could get you killed. Exactly. So You would have to be smart with your things. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. You had to be smart with when you had the Spartan upgrade things in Halo 3 because it could screw you over. That little orb thing that you throw that would can help paralyze all the vehicles yep. and break down your shields that could kill you instantly too if you were too close to it. Yeah. You know, or the dome thing is you accidentally yep. fire a rocket and you're in the dome. Yep. You just gotta be smart with your equipment. Sure, I could see that. But I mean, overall, like I want to give this a good story, but I can't because technically we don't have the full game. Right. There is still no co-op. Right. There are a few other things missing. Um. They promise that the next season, oh look, the new the um, armor event is going to be a lot better, but they are just overpricing their skins, and it is <laughs> unacceptable, in my opinion. At first, I was just like, you know, they're gonna learn, they're gonna stop, you know, like, and then I looked how much money you're spending on this stuff, and I'm like, this isn't worth it. Hmm. Everyone's running around with cat ears now on their Spartan. What the? F- Seriously, everyone's got cat ears on their Spartans <laughs> now. It's that's, not a bad that's thing. Weird. How many pink Spartans ex- are there? 
There's a lot with of cat ears. There's a lot of Spartans with purple and pink. Yeah. It was kind of funny when I was doing free for all. Not free for all. Um, what's it called? Ah, scrimmish. I'm sorry, scrimmish. When like four on four. Oh. But overall, I really love the story. I'm replaying it again. Again, I'm on my third playthrough. I'm having that much fun playing this Halo game. Huh. It's totally different. The one gripe I will have is the one character that you meet up with. I can't stand him. What's the name of the guy that is in the very beginning? Who is the, who is He's he? got a call sign number. No one, we don't know his name until like later on the game. Oh, okay. Because the the AI will go, "What's your real name?" So we can call you this. Yeah, sure. But uh, there's a part where he gets captured, and I just do this. Oh no, don't. You know, don't. Oh wait, I have to save him. Damn it. Oh. Crap. Crap, because he he gets very annoying. Ah. He gets very. I understand the character story per se, but I just they made him so annoying to the point where I was just like, I don't want you. Just shut up. Yeah. I don't like you. Huh. But overall, amazing game, fun. I. It is like I said, this was number two in my game of the year. That's the other thing I was kind of wanting stupid, stupid question, but like, in. Every Halo game with Master Chief, does he always say, I need a weapon in each game? Because in, in this in, one, in, he in does. In Halo 2, he says, I need a weapon, and they want to do the homage to, I want to, I need a weapon. Yeah, in this game, he does. He, that's It's yeah. in the intro to this podcast. Is... He doesn't say it in 3. Okay. I, I don't think he ever said it in 4. Or 5? Um, No, I don't think he said it in 5 either. Oh, okay. No, like I, I just think it'd be cool if he said it in every single game. They took a lot of know. things that like where everyone wanted, and then it's back in the multiplayer. And I do agree with Andrew; they need to get rid of that bloom on the pistol. That's just stupid. There's no bloom on the battle rifle. No, but there's bloom on the pistol. Yeah, and I dumb. don't think it's smart. No, it's dumb. And the pistol's my favorite weapon in that game too because of that. Because even though with the bloom, it's still pretty accurate. It's still like, pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, they did, still... they are working better on their bounties and stuff like that to help level progression. It's actually a lot faster now than it was before. Like last time, I remember going like 32 kills, five deaths, three captures with the flags, and I also did two defends. Here is this minute little amount of experience, and the person who did you know did the one stupid thing with the um, the ghost. He gets a more experience than you do, and I'm like standing here going like, "This how the, is how the hell is that fair?" It's not, <laughs> that, and that's the problem. And they have yeah. been, they're gonna, this game is going to be constantly be worked on, just like the Halo Master Chief Collection. This will be huh. constant 24. Like I guarantee you, there will be new updates. There's going to be new maps. I think they said there's going to be DLC. Hmm. They already lined up that there's already going to be another Halo coming out soon. What the. <laughs> they're, yeah. not gonna, they're, they're not going to yeah. stop doing this cash cow. No. No. Well, I mean, I think, in my opinion, from start to beginning, this was better than Halo 5. Mm. Halo 5 started out so strong, and then it just ended, like, on such a whimper. Did, did you ever have to fight the silver guy? The silver guy. You mean that, the, uh, the, the forerunner dude from wh Halo 4? Wh whoever the other Spartan was that they were pimping in Halo oh, 5. Oh, God, that was the biggest, like, lie of marketing ever. Ever was it his armor silver? It was um, white silver or something. I don't know. Yeah, he was from that on um, that Halo movie series. Oh. He was an OD. Um, he was part of uh, the Spooks. You know, Oni. Oh. The naval intelligence kind of Sh thing. Sure. And he becomes a Spartan. Yeah. Spartan Lock is his name. Spartan Lock. Yeah. Right. Okay. And also the guy from Luke Cage. 
but voiced by another person. Ah. How does that make you feel that you're, you look cool enough, but your voice isn't good enough? Darth Vader. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that was the biggest lie because we were all thinking that, oh my god, we're going to have a choice in Halo 5. Yeah, right. We're gonna have the choice between are we gonna be Master Chief? Or are we gonna be Locke? Yep. What's gonna happen? Are we you know because like everyone's gonna choose Master Chief? Is they're gonna give us a story? And it's just like no, you're gonna play as Blue Squadron, Master Chief's friends, and you're gonna play as you know like Spartan Osiris group, his squadron, which has um what's his face Buck from ODST wow. in it, and it it just kind of it fell on a whimper of just like what expect what we expected to happen. Yeah. But this, this game is just the opposite. Everybody I think happy it's the opposite. With it? I'm happy with it. Like, I mean, like specifically, like the story campaign. Everybody likes yes, it. Yes, I think the story campaign overall, from what I'm reading and seeing and playing, everyone likes it a lot. Nice. How long did it take you to beat it? Did you I, say like ten hours or something? I think I was standing pretty at at least ten hours because I was doing all like looking at all the side quests I need to do. There will be points of like capture points, kind of like a tower or a base that you need to have to help you get into a new location. Yeah. Then there was like the little forerunner things that you have to go with too. Like there are four pillars of them. Hmm. Then there are fortresses, like you no know, bases, where like there are ammunition depots or something else like that or a prison. And then there would be like ever so often like like almost like a little minute tower event thing of like oh there's some spartans you know there's some you know unc soldiers and they're pinned down go save them oh okay there's a lot of neat things huh there's a lot to do in this game good i like it a lot so overall if you have not played the halo story campaign or the halo and you have an xbox you really need to reward yourself and play it there is a new alien race that's all i'm gonna say hmm and it's pretty cool what's going on, in my opinion. It's going to lead it up to like what's some crazy stuff going on. It's going to be the Zerg and the Protoss, and they're going to have the Terran in there. It's going to be a StarCraft oh, walk crossover. No. Oh, no. No, don't let Blizzard touch this franchise. Yes, don't, 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 don't. yeah. That, that place is still on fire. Huh. But yeah, um, pretty much, let's say we take a quick, quick break, and then me and Andrew will talk about Five Nights at Freddy's, because... You have a different work schedule, so we need to call, make this podcast a decent yep, size. Yep, I gotta one. work really freaking early, so. Yes, we're all working terrible shifts. Everything good so far in the volume wise? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, okay, I just didn't know if you're sure the thing's actually following the track on it. Okay. Alright, we back. Woo! So, me and Andrew have both played Five Nights at Freddy's Security yep. Breach. Yep. I have played it at my buddy's house on the PS5, and I also own it on the computer here. How I have, does your PC run it? <laughs> How does your PC not run it? There you go. There you go. There you go. I do not understand in certain points why my computer chugs. I checked my computer. I reached exactly what I need. I have more than enough to play this game, but it chugs. Yeah, the game runs like butt. It's not very well optimized. Especially, especially in the arcade area. Yeah, it's not a very well optimized game at all is the problem. It's not. It's, it's not. not a very graphically intensive game. It looks no. Good, it looks not, pretty like, as crap. But they did in such a way where you need that much detail and graphics to make it that powerful, in my opinion. I mean, it's just the uh, it's just the problem of like getting something optimized properly, and they they obviously didn't know exactly what they were doing with some of the assets of this game, which is why it makes it lag so bad. It's kind of like a oh Christ the uh, what is it called? It's a screw. It's a screw that they put inside of like VR chats. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a it's a singular screw, right, Josh? Like, a, mm -hmm. right. That is so detailed 
that it lags the entire server because of how many polygons are inside of this single little screw. Jeez. And people will hide it on servers to make it run awful. Huh. And it is the funniest thing because it is just such a well-detailed and unoptimized piece of just like... Stupidity. Yeah, stupidity that it just causes servers to chug and it's so funny. Uh, and so it's kind of the same idea that I think is probably going on in this game as well is that uh, funny enough I, I always get to bring back uh, Final Fantasy 14 at the talks but uh, it was even in 1.0 of Final Fantasy 14 where there was a flower pot that they had everywhere in the major cities that had more polygons than the player models yeah jeez and it caused server hiccups and like server lag and server issues because people were trying to load in all of these at the same time yeah mm-hmm. and so it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some assets in the game that make the game run bad. Chica just looks too too good. Yeah, Chica looks too good. <laughs> yep. I don't even think it's the animatronics. Chica walks like a zombie. Yeah, I don't think it's actually the animatronics that's causing oh. it. It's it's the art assets that are going around. Uh, it's, the like the, it's like the simple things that you see walking around the, the, the entire building. Like, think think of like when you when this game is Thing like Chuck E. Cheese, but like in an amusement park style. I I, I oh. think Chuck E. Cheese is a disservice to this. I think Disney wishes they could. Th- yes, this there good. you go. Thank you. Disney would bow to how good this pizzeria looks. This pizzeria I, has a pop pot place, a golf course place, laser tag, a maze, a movie theater ish, a daycare. Yeah, it has Jeez. an arcade inside of it that has over hundred, like hundreds of machines. Yes, this this place is fantastic. This is like the eighties gonna ride, like there's something you like want 70s to see. Seventies and eighties gonna ride, yeah. Yeah, and, the, and, and that's the one thing that I will immediately say that struck me about this game is just how good it looks. The it is so enjoyable. The atmosphere in this game yeah. is spot on. It is absolutely spot on. And that's like the first thing about this game that I looked at. It's like, wow, this is this is impressive. I, I will say, the art team and the people who actually made the sound effects and the sound design and the, everything about this game, ten out of ten. Just they just absolutely knocked that out of the park. It is actually impressive with how well they did it yeah. and how well detailed every little like aspect of this game is. And it's a joy to just walk around in this world, despite the fact that it's terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. To actually just look around, and it's one of the favorite. It's one of my favorite things I've been doing in this game so far is just literally walking around and looking at all the small details in this sure. game. And, and and again, and it's fantastic because even if you were to go to like a real life theme park, the ball pit. Yeah, even I like, was just wondering about that. The ball pit. It, yeah. it made the sound of you kind of yeah, moving it, through it, it. Oh my god! Yeah, the dude. sound design like it's, it's good. Just, yeah, they just knocked it out. Like I said, every aspect of this game that the the art team, the sound team, everything they just Freddie doing his his jog speed walk. Yeah, like <laughs> every little aspect of this game in terms of like sound and art design is just immaculate. It really is immaculate. Like, huh. like, it, like even if you it go to shines, like a, it, it really does. It, it, it's 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 one of the key things that makes the game such a great horror game is the look and feel of it and hearing sounds. But not even just a horror game. It's just if you were to tell me that this is a real place, like obviously it's a little overblown for a video game. But I could see a lot of like aspects of this game being real. Yeah. Like even if you go to a theme park, it's just something as seeing a cardboard cutout of like a mascot. This game has it everywhere. Like this game knocks out the, out of the park with like just here's your here's a price counter with prizes everywhere in an arcade with like you know all the like drinks and like all these like places that people would actually be like this looks like it could have been a real place yeah. given the budget obviously sure. but, and, and no and no it's like detail has been just like not expended to this game it's just fantastic like I, I can't really overstate how believable and immersive this world is ah. and every single area of this place 
just again, like it, 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 it was just a fine tomb, like uh, uh, comb, like a fine comb. Like they just made sure that though no stone would be left unturned by the player for them not to find something that uh, like you would just be soaked into. Yeah. And and, and again, I, I I've spent hours in this game just walking around. Just yeah, I literally goofed off and looked for huh. things. I will say this, you. In this game, you have options, and this is the very first time in a Five Nights at Freddy game there are technically boss battles. Ah. Uh, so I guess in order to try to like put that in more of like perspective, this game has a few open world elements to it. Yes, and, it does. In a very in a very subtle way, but at the beginning of the game, you're basically kind of put on rails of what the game wants you to do. You meet up with Freddy. You can't get out of the pizzeria. You are forced to go into the daycare. And then you are forced to go fet rescue Freddy. But after you do that, the game kind of says, okay, here's some freedom to do what you want to do next. It doesn't really tell you that mm -hmm. you have the freedom to do it. It just kind of subtly nudges you in that direction. Like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, I actually would like to uh, call this more like attention to like Majora's Mask. Because oh, okay. this game has a time mechanic to it as well. Yes, you're right. It does. Yes. But it's not handled in the same way that Majora's Mask does its time mechanic because a Majora's Mask the time is organic it actually is moving when you're playing the game and any actions you do are non-consequential to how time moves in this game every like action you take main story wise will move the game forward in time to a certain hmm. point and then that's when the game kind of reaches its apex of what the player is allowed to do within that time frame and so sure. It's one of those things that I wish it was organic because I wish it would have been one of those things of like on your first playthrough you can't complete the game in time because just by just by virtue of not knowing what to do you would not be able to complete the game and it would lead you on the path to one of the bad endings or like one of the poorer endings and then it's like okay we'll do this again but now that you're armed with the knowledge that you do know go beat it faster and I honestly think that would have just elevated this game to another level. Sounds like Deathloop. It, it's a little bit like Deathloop. Yeah. It, it would be the idea because like what ends up happening is that, uh, from what Adam's talking about, to give more uh, clarification here, is that you have the three main animatronics that you are Roxy basically... Roxy the Fox. Yep, Roxanne. Uh, Roxanne the Wolf. Yep. Uh, Chica, oh, wolf. the yeah, Glamrock Chica. And then uh, Monty, who I don't particularly care for, but whatever, that's not the point. Uh, the idea is that you have these three animatronics and the game basically says, okay, you need to take care of these three animatronics and get parts of them to upgrade Freddy. And at this point, the game lets you just choose whichever one you want to go to. You can choose either yeah, of the three. Yeah, so like, you can like, I want to go after, you know what? I don't like Roxy at all. And like, uh, she has something special. Like, you're pretty much taking, when you beat the, the um, animatronics, you take a piece of them to upgrade Freddy, too. Yeah. And, and so if Freddy gets upgrades by virtue of you beating these, uh, by beating the animatronics, or by yeah. taking out the animatronics. Yeah. I will uh, say one thing, Roxy's thing, I won't tell what it is, but Roxy's thing breaks the game. It does, it breaks In the game. In my honest opinion, it just, uh, for me, I did Chica and Ro Roxy first, yeah. and you did Chica, you did- No, I did Monty first. I did Monty, Monty, then- Roxanne, yeah. and then I did Chica, because I hate Chica. Yeah. Um, I don't think the animatronics are created equally, which is kind of funny. I think, honestly, the most dangerous of the three is uh, Monty. Yes, he is, because he's... He, he, he's, he's very fast, and he also can lunge at the player by jumping at them. Oh. And so he's the most dangerous, as opposed to Roxanne and Chica are kind of the same, actually, at the beginning. They're pretty interesting. I think Chica's the slowest. Yeah. Chica's the slowest. I think Roxanne has the fastest ground speed. I'm not sure on that She one. does. But, again, by virtue of having the lunge, Monty can cover the most ground the quickest whenever he jumps. It's insane. Yeah, so... Uh, 
Uh, and that and that's probably one of the best aspects of the game is that it does let you have this. It doesn't really say here's choice time, but you get to choose. Again, I just kind of wish that the game didn't fall apart once you beat the second animatronic. Is kind of the there issue. because there's the problem but, right there that me and him were talking about it. There's a part where you don't get to save after a point. Yeah. Oh yeah. After you beat the second one, it gives you a t you have a time. You're supposed to survive. Then you are given an option of what to do, and this will then lure, spread out to gain you multiple different endings. Yeah. Ah. And so the problem is, is that, like I said, I really wish they would not have made this arbitrary, non-conforming like time limit to say, okay, well, you know, you ran out of time. Now you need to go and make a bad choice because we're not giving you a better choice. I really wish they would have said, okay, well, here's a bad ending for you. Congratulations on getting this far. Do it again now, but faster. I actually would have preferred that more instead of what they did, because uh, I, I guess I want to like loop back to this because I kind of want to go back from what my experience was from this game from start to finish, because my and I don't because I don't like to give away exactly how I feel about a game starting out, but my initial reaction on this game was I was absolutely involved. I mm -hmm. loved it at the beginning. The opening cutscene to this game is just fantastic. It is really well done. It's like 80s out the butt. It's it's 80s out the ass, and it's fantastically done. It literally is like one of the best aspects of this game. But, but now, the one thing that you and me both talked about it, this is the problem. Visually, the area is amazing. Everything about it. The I like the robots chasing you. The, the security robots bugging you and then alerting the other robots that you're present. The biggest problem that I have, it pulls a loss. We're going to answer one question for you, okay. and we're going to lead you a bunch of... We're, we're going we're gonna to go back to that. So I, I want to come back to that because that's where I'm getting at here. Yeah. But then the problem is is that the opening cutscene starts, and then it ends. And it's like, okay, this is really good. I, I want to know what's going to happen here. Yeah. And then Freddy kind of faints in the opening cutscene, and it's like, okay, I don't know what that's about. And then it shows Freddy in front of a mirror, and he's talking to himself. And then you figure out that there's a kid inside of him. Hmm. He's hiding in it. And then this is where the game kind of rears its ugly head of trying to tell you a story. And this is where the game immediately falls apart. Because it doesn't make any sense. From start to finish, this game makes no sense. And I, to be fair, I haven't gotten the hidden endings or completed the game yet in reality of getting the good ending. But the game just absolutely makes moon logic leaps of what the hell these characters are and what their motivations are or what they're doing here. There's so many unanswered questions that goes on throughout this entire game that makes no sense. It's Was not this... even that there's unanswered questions. There's unanswered motivations, and that's no. the problem. My biggest gripe that I have, okay, is I understand why Freddy looks beat up. Freddy is going through... is You're working with Freddy to get you places, and some events happen to him. So he's going to look scratched up, beat up, and his paint's going to look beat up. But for some odd reason... It doesn't explain why Roxy and uh, freaking um, Monty and all of them are throughout the hours of the game are getting looking just like Freddy. Oh. The only person that would be questionable is because Monty always is known for breaking in the lore. Walls, yeah. It's breaking stuff in the game. And yeah. The employees talk about it in messages saying that, hey, Monty likes to do this a lot and hurt and, and damages himself. But huh. I guess to try to be a little bit more like cohesive about this, so let me give you an example, Josh. If I were to go to you, okay, this boy is stuck in this arcade. Uh -huh. what, what, is, what are you going to say? How do we get him out? No, I mean kind of. But your first question is going to be, this kid is trapped in the arcade. Your first question should be, why is he trapped in the arcade? What is, sure. he, do, what is he doing here? Right. Why is he here? Yeah, sure. Do you think the game answers that? No. Nope. Huh. You figure out that the kid somehow or another got to Freddy. They don't explain that. 
They then explain that he can fit inside a uh, Freddy's chest cavity, which, by the way, he could not. There's no, no. Th if you see how big Freddy is and the thing, like, you would literally, like, pull a Metroid. Yeah, you pull a Metroid. You kind of pull, pull a Metroid. Yeah, it doesn't make sense how this kid fits inside of Freddy. But, you know, we'll let go of that video game logic. Video game logic, we're done. Okay. Video game logic, for the sake of argument, we'll let that go. It then comes down to the idea of, okay, why did Freddy malfunction? We don't know yet. I don't know yet. It's probably in the hitting ending. But why did he malfunction? We don't know. Okay, why is the why does Freddy believe the kid? Why can Freddy reason with the kid? And why is Freddy willing to help the kid? Yes. All these three questions, they sure. don't answer. Uh, they don't answer. Again. For some reason, he just wants to help you. But then, by again, with logic of working with what the game has given us so far in story, it's like, okay, well, if Freddy can be reasoned with, why can the other animatronics not be reasoned with? Sure. And that's not a question they ever bring up. That's not something they ever acknowledge. The, huh. the most they acknowledge it is the security guard says, I've told the other animatronics. And it's like, okay, but does that mean that they still couldn't be reasoned with? Yeah, right. exactly. Like, it makes no sense from a writing perspective of why these animatronics are trying to get you. And, and like, from a horror aspect, I get it. You're, you're supposed to run first and ask questions second. Yeah. But the problem is that the game gives you a lot of downtime to ask these questions yeah, and sure. then doesn't answer them. It pulls a loss. Yeah, it, it straight up pulls a loss. Yeah. Hmm. And, and this comes down to, I think that, the, like, this game, like I told Adam, and this is my true feelings about this game, this game has the look and feel of a AAA game. Minus the bugs. The game is very buggy. We'll get into bugs Oh, yeah, too. we'll talk about that next. But the problem is, is that then what brings the game down so many notches, besides the pricing with the bugs, is Scott's writing. The, the main Arthur and, like, creator of these games, Scott Coffin, really showed his hand here of how he writes a story, and the answer is very badly. I was wondering when you first started talking about it, was this game rushed? Okay. I don't I don't think so. I think, honestly, no. the problem I think is it's unfinished because my one thing that we both talked about it, there is a bunch of areas in this game, and they have no value, in my opinion, in the movie theater, Yeah. and I think the bowling alley, kind of. There's really nothing about that, and it feels like there was supposed to be something for them. So, oh. I, 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 so he, his, his theory is unfinished, and my theory is, is that there's more reasons of why these areas are supposed to be here, and then we never got to them, and we have no payout for them. Because ah. Bonnie is part of the bowling alley, yes. and there's actually one of the conversations I found with Freddy, where if you actually bring him up to a specific point in the bowling alley, he's like, I don't come up here anymore. I really miss him, and yeah. he's referring to Bonnie. Yeah. And so, like, that's a lore reason, and, it, and it's kind of a touching lore reason, but it doesn't answer, you know, questions 1 through 10 to get to 15 here of why this was even here or answered it like, was mm -hmm. this something I needed to know to begin with? Right. And, like, that's a problem. People who are intrinsically, you know, in the FNAF lore will go, oh, that's so sad because Freddy and Bonnie played together. As any new person's going to be like, who the hell did you miss and what, why do I care? R right, like, right. And, and that's the problem. And, and, like, even for people who this game is made for, which is FNAF fans. Yeah. They are lost at a lot of the lore that's going on here. Or even that's if they're, not good. And, or even if they're not lost, they're kind of just going, really? This was the payout? Like, this was bad. Yeah. Like, this was bad. And that's the big problem with this. This game, I feel, has... Like, I feel like this game suffered from Scott wanting to write a bunch of innate bullshit into it. And then the developers just running out of time and saying, we, we can't, right. Scott. You're right. literally writing this game into a wall. And ah. we have the uh, assets, we have the art, we have the game, we have everything working. We're now trying to fit this around your story, which just Sucks. structurally doesn't work <laughs> yeah. with what you're attempting. But, right. This game does not need to be that complicated. 
kid wants to get out of pizzeria yep. and has to survive until 6 a.m. That's the story. Yep. That should have been the story. But then, even then, and I'm going to go back to the moon logic here. Halfway through the game, right, you go into the upgrades center for with Freddy because mm. Freddy gets trapped here. And you have to free Freddy because Freddy's trying to help you escape, right? And then the kid's like, Freddy, we could upgrade you. We need these parts. And it's like, where the fuck did you get that? Where, where, the, where did you go from? How, I want to escape. How does the, a nine-year-old know how to access the that's computer? What I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it and is. Just, I mean, for it, game logic, I get it. it. It's it's Simon says. Yeah, and for game logic, it makes sense. Like, oh, push the pretty buttons. Kid could do this. It's like, okay, fine. I'll let that slide under the rug. I don't understand. Is how did the kid go from I want to escape the pizzeria to Freddy? We need to upgrade you. Yeah. What the actual? Where does this make sense? Where did where we was jump the, the shark once we get upgrades? Yeah, yeah you're, you're nine-year-old. Years old. How do you know how to upgrade him? How yeah. do you know the yes. parts are there to upgrade well, him? Well, he knows the parts are there because he reads it on the computer. Oh, but, okay. but even, upgrade Freddy. You know, like it'll tell each sure. character. Well, it tells, whatever. It okay. tells what the other characters got for their upgrades. It yeah. shows that Rox, Roxy got her eyes, and then Monty got claws, and then Chica got a new beak, which is a voice box. But even then, it's like, okay, kid, where did you get the idea that a these would be compatible with Freddy? B why would you want to upgrade Freddy? And C didn't you want to escape the fucking pizzeria? Yeah. Why is your goal now to upgrade yeah. Freddy. What? Okay, I guess we'll go with it. And then at the end of the game, and we're going to go a little bit, we're going to jump a little bit here, to get to the end of the game, and once you finally get here at 6am, you can leave the pizzeria. And it's like, okay, good, this is what the kid wanted. Even though we've only taken out two of the animatronics at 6 o'clock. Now we can get out of the pizzeria. And then the kid's like, it won't change anything if I leave, will it? There'll still be disappearances. And it's like, when did you care about the disappearances? And you what never, is what is he? What how is, does he know about the disappearances? What yeah. is this nine-year-old kid staying there going to solve? Yeah, exactly. It, Get it, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, all of these weird jumps in yeah. room logic make no sense to why the character's here, what his motivations are, or why we should even fucking care. How yeah. many endings have you gotten so far? I've, I've, only, I've gotten three. I've only gotten the one bad ending. Wait, or like the two, the the one stay and then the one with Vanny. If you stay without the upgrades, I haven't gotten to okay. the good ending or the secret ending, which I know there's a super secret ending. Cause... Um, I got the one super secret ending, and you have to do a specific thing to do it. Yeah, and I'm, it links to I'm, the yeah. VR thing. I, I, okay, I'm okay. gonna get there, and I can't wait till I get there. But I also am not looking forward to it because Scott always jumps does the shark, the, the dumbest shit in his games, and I am going to get a little angry at this one, like in Five Nights Freddy's 3, where it's like, here's a code, here's a ni- here's like a, like a nine-digit code that he gives you, and in one of the nights, and this is going to FNAF 3, you actually have to click the tiles on the wall like a dialing pad. Yeah. Oh. But does the game tell you that you can click on it? No. No. Oh. You just have to know you can by do accident, that. By accident, just yeah. keep clicking by accident. And then you have to find these numbers on one of the other nights, it's so stupid. Like he usually does the dumbest stuff in order to, to in order to like get these secret endings. And to be fair, like when it's a huge Easter egg hunt and like you know thousands of players are looking for it, hundreds of thousands of players are looking for it. It's kind of fun when somebody finds a secret one night and gets bored and just discovers something. I will I will concede to that 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 is cool. But when it comes to actually like the individual trying to figure this shit out, it's infuriatingly stupid. I'm just imagining this series of games being a part of something like this game came out 15 years ago and somebody discovered this about it yeah like now like 15 there, years yeah, later yeah, what, in I, will, my I opinion, won't be surprised if that happens really yeah. like, huh. where, like 15 years later it's like wow I didn't know you could do that like I didn't well, know this they was found something I, I swear to god they found something from five one of the FF games like a little bit ago from one of the older ones about like a code or whatever it is 
there's nothing wrong with a little mystery as long as the mystery can be answered yeah and we're getting so much stuff that just won't get answered like my biggest pet peeve is the robots why are they falling apart why do they look beat up? Yeah, and what like, is going on? Yeah, and like it's a lot of these like weird little questions that uh, but like in order to like really specifically explain this of why this is a problem, and I and again I explain this to somebody else. A game like Final Fantasy XIV, which has one of the best stories ever written in a video game, yet alone an MMO. They had this game written over ten years ago, and they knew how the story was going to go from start into finish over ten years ago. Hmm. The problem with something like FNAF, which this game has been what like five years in the making now. Uh, Scott has never written a cohesive story to this whole game. He has just wrote, like, written a plot point, and then people are like, well, what are these mysteries you left open? And he's like, oh, I guess I have to actually answer these, because I, I laid these questions here. Well, let me answer this one question. And then somebody's like, okay, well, that only raises, like, ten more questions. Right. Why? Okay, I guess I have to answer one of these questions now. And then he just leaves all of these open, loose ends that are just so ambiguous and so useless and inconsequential to the plot that at any point where he writes himself into a wall, he then writes himself back to one of those points and then tries to go from there. And so you have this huge like spider web of a convoluted mess of a story that the game really doesn't need to be. And that's what infuriates me about this game's story. And that's it's also something I'm thinking is, what's the timeline like in between the different games? Because didn't isn't Sister Location like way in the future? It's in the past. Yeah. Oh, I thought one of them was like super far in the future. That's three. Three is the one in the future. Okay. Yes. Sister location is, I believe, like the one of the first actually, and then three half, and then four, and then one and two. I thought it was two, FF six, and then like like you said before, and then the final one was FS um, the pizza whatever one it was like the where like you could capture all of them and burn them. Oh, that's three. That is three. So if I remember correctly, it was supposed to be sister location, three, two. Or one, yeah, two, then one, and then three, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. was how it worked. I don't know where six. Which one's six? Sister location. Six is sister location, is it? No, 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 it's not. No, no, I no. thought that's five. No, sister location's four. Is it? No. No, no, it's five. You're right. It's, it's five. five. So which one's six? Six is that one that was like um, where you had to you had to do certain things to get all the robots in this building because what um, Afton himself is like there. And you... Oh, that one's Help Wanted. Ca- yeah, That's Help, help Wanted. wanted. Okay, the, yeah. I, is, now I remember Help Wanted. Yeah, yeah. I remember no, Help Wanted. No, Help Wanted was the VR one, I thought. What? Help Wanted's the VR. No, Help Wanted is... Are you sure? No, Pizza Arena Simulator. Simulator. Yeah, there we go. Yep, 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 Simulator yep. 6. Okay, sorry, guys. I had to think about yep, that. It's yep, been no, a while. Fine, it's so- been a while. It's been a huge time. It's been, a, like, what? Two years since that yeah. game has come out? Yeah. And then my biggest problem is now you have the books and you have these games. Is it, like... There's already hint that this one, you know, the the help wanted one for the VR is connected to this one. Oh, it's 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 confirmed. Oh, we yeah, know, it's we confirmed. know it's yeah. the same person. It's the same tester in that game that is the security guard in this game. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I haven't gotten really any more answers from that. But like, it's still this idea that like, okay, why are we connecting these two games? This game honestly should have been its own fucking standalone sure. game. It should have been its own standalone game. Screw the other games. Screw the other lore. If you want to have nods to these games, that's fine. If you want to like have... Because this takes place in the future. Yeah, like, and if you want to have like... like after... If, um, FF3. Yeah, yeah, and if you want to, like, can, like, if you want to show some, like, nods to the other, like, characters, like Foxy and all that stuff, like, okay, more power to you. But this game should have been its own standalone story. It should have been separate from the other lore. And it should have been a, let's start this over. 
Oh. Let's start. I the- think it would have been a smarter idea just to start wipe the slate clean and yeah. make this its own standalone. Yeah, Honest and, to God truth. Yeah. And- for how the lore in the books are. Dear Lord, I don't know heads or tails anymore. What what the time frame is? All these things are so confusing anymore. Again, it's because Scott never wrote this from a start to finish storyline at the very beginning. I think he only thought one game was going to be it for him. Oh well, yeah, the, after the first game, that's kind of what happened. Is that the first game was supposed to be its own like little horror game, and then it's like it kind of went from there. I'm like, okay, well, why are the animatronics here? Why are we here? What are we doing? And then it's like. Maybe I should start. Maybe I should answer this. Well, there's souls of dead children in there. Okay. Well, why? How? How did they get there? Why are we here? Why did we not leave? Blah 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 blah. What's the lore? What you know? Like, come on, Scott. Like, explain it. If you're gonna write this, explain it. Right. And it's a case of, oh, I wanted this to be a one one off game, but it's successful and everybody wants more. So what? The I'm gonna hell? make more. I I'm want gonna, money. Yeah, I want money, <laughs> and I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a story around it. Yeah, the yeah. problem is, is that he just kept writing as he went, and he just. I don't know if he like just thought every game subsequently was going to be the last game in the right, series, and right. then, like he's like, I don't have to write anymore. But it's like, no, man, if you write a story and people are interested in it, you have to finish the story. Yep. And he never once finished the story. He's only just kept adding. And here's the it. kicker: he's he stepped down since the whole entire thing with um, everyone finding out that he was a Trump supporter. Yeah. He's so- no longer making games anymore for the final the Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, series. the FNAF. So we really truly won't get his. It's like the Game of Thrones scenario. We really we're never going. And get the other two bucks. I don't for care. Game of Thrones. I'm, fi- I'm perfectly fine with that. With how shittily written this game has been, and I can only imagine how badly written his books is. Fine. I'm well, sorry. That's I- what I was just wondering: is couldn't an uh, couldn't an author of his books finish the story for for the game? Honestly, here's I- the problem: I read the books because I wanted to just to see what they were, and there is something that one of the endings that I, my buddy got the PS5. Okay. He's been playing it nonstop. He's got one of the good, the um, different endings, and that links to one of the books. Yeah, not the game. Then, um, also going through other stuff, it links stuff from the other games. So, what universe are we in? Is this tying everything together? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I have seen a total of five endings. Hmm. I've gotten three playing. And I got he. I've seen two that he's been playing the PS5. Hmm. So I, I want to get to the point where I can complete these endings, but I can already tell people right now that it doesn't matter what these endings do, they're bad. I can tell oh. you right now with how this story is and how it's been going and how character motivations don't meet up from point A to point B, it's bad. It's it doesn't matter. The, even the super secret ending is gonna even, suck. Too. Even the super secret ending is gonna suck oh. because I can already tell you right now, like a good it example. It was weird when That's... we're when we're talking about Help Wanted. Help Wanted was the VR game, yeah. and this game is directly linked to that game. Yeah. But again, do you, do you think this game kind of explains what happened in Help Wanted? Not really, no. no. At least at this point, I haven't seen it, and like I'm sure that there's a lot of hidden stuff in this game. But it's like, man, why does this? basic knowledge for what would get me invested into the story have to be some cryptic bullshit. It doesn't need to be that. Yeah. It literally should have been something so much more simple than that. Yep. Again, this game should have just detached itself from the lore and said, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll continue that somewhere else, but this right here, fresh start, fresh new game, fresh new direction. And instead, it literally just it's tripped over itself the entire time of the story. And, and luckily, again, the gameplay and everything else about the game has been so much fun that I could give two shits about the story. No, uh, seriously, and, I love running around. And, and, and that's, and again, it's one of those things that sucks because sometimes I can stick with a good game that has a bad story. And this is one of those cases. But man, I would really love a game that could knock it out of the park with both because uh, it, it, it's one of those things that it cheapens the whole horror aspect. It's going of the to game. be years sure. before we get everything. 
Look and how long it's taken. Will you um, get anything at all? I thought he was done. Well, no, 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 no. It might hear me out though. Look how long it's been for the whole entire um, game theory talking about Five Nights at Freddy's and how we're. It took a stupid book to help solve multiple things. I stopped paying attention to game theory a long time ago. Matt Pat can go fuck himself. He is an awful human being, and I do not. I like did him. not know that. Yeah, he's a stupid piece of shit. I don't like him. Uh, sorry to have to make Josh bleep out a lot nope. of things. That we're this is the new year. We're not doing censor censor stuff we're anymore. Try. Oh yeah, we, so this sorry. podcast is going explicit starting with this episode. Nice, you guys get to see how I really like to talk. Yep. And when no I get more heat, and when I get heated about a game, I get like this. In this game, for everything about the game that I've loved, I absolutely have hated this story. It has single-handedly made me want to look at this game and go like, yeah, this game's like a three. Not worth your forty bucks. Not worth your time. Go literally buy anything else. This game's forty. Forty fucking dollars. This game, if this wow. game was more polished or had a better story, I would say definitely worth sixty even. But the only mm -hmm. way you are getting enjoyment out of this game is if you either a enjoy Five Nights at Freddy's or b you're so invested in the lore at this point that you just want to know what happens. Right, right. And that is yeah. not a good thing. No. This should have been a game to bring in legions of new fans. Yeah, to, especially if it's on a police a PlayStation Five, like a next gen console. Yeah, it's on a next gen console. You know. This should have been a new game to bring in legions of new fans and to get people excited about these games. Instead, I think this is only going to piss off longtime fans and new people that come to this game are going to be like, "What is the hype about this, Ben? This story is awful. This makes no sense, and the game's buggy. So, yeah. like, why am I going to buy more games?" And so, honestly, I think this game is going to really put a huge hamper on the FNAF games in the future. But man, I would really love to see them attempt this again with a better written story. Just uh, attach I would yourself. like I would honestly got truth like uh, an actual writer to yeah. sit down and just be like, "Okay, let's focus on this. Let's let's get some details, let's get some story to them. Let's answer some real questions finally." Let's let's make a real story here because honestly, I had an idea for the story and it, We were it, all kind of tricked. Hear me out. When originally we all saw these things, we all thought in our heads, like, okay, we might have to, you know, battle, you know, like deal with the bots. And then each time we can befriend them because it was showing areas that, you know, what, what a Monty could do and what Roxy could do and all that. And we're like, oh, we'll have to befriend them. And it's like, no, somehow this nine-year-old is going to be able to take apart this high advanced robot suit, the robot, and then cut and paste put parts on them so my idea for the story would have been that that's what this whole entire experience should have been this should have been like an old like 90s movie where the kid's terrified he's stuck in a pizzeria he somehow another befriends freddy and then at this point he would have befriended the other animatronics and it would have led to this story of maybe there's a big bad human in here and maybe to go back to the motif of people's souls being stuck in the animatronics like maybe the kid's dad was stuck in freddy I, 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 that has been my theory for this game in, up until this point, because I still don't know why the fuck Freddy and this kid have befriended each other so yeah, easily. They're, I, they're, I, I, and I don't know if that's the case. I we really don't know how he got in. We, we, yeah. we don't know who he really is. Yeah. And it's like, is he an orphan? Is he, like, you know, like, is, is he something special? Like, in the books, there are humans that people, robots that look like humans yeah. in the book series. There are. Yeah, and, and so like, and again, I try, I try to detach myself from all that writing because all that writing is awful in my opinion. And this story, in this game, should have been something as simple as that. And the kid like maybe finding out why his dad was dead and then saving the animatronic, or maybe his, you know, his dad passes away after they stop the human who was killing people in the pizzeria or something. And yeah. then the kid gets his closure. The pizzeria either gets shut down or gets reopened, but the evil people are no longer in charge or something like that. But it did not need to be this bad convoluted story 
of what the game, like, just didn't have. Like, it just, it wanted to tell a story, but it had no cards in its hand to actually tell you a cohesive story. And that's the problem with it. Which sucks, yeah. because again, some of the parts of this game are shockingly good. Yeah. In terms of gameplay and horror. My favorite part of all was, like, dealing with Roxy in the go-kart range. That uh, was so enjoyable. It, it was enjoyable, but honestly, I think the one, like the biggest area of this game that knocked it out of the park for me was the red light, green light robots. <gasps> yes, that that yes. area is uh. one of the most terrifying experiences I've had in a video game for a long time, and I've been asking for this experience for years. So I'm going to give you mm. uh, a scenario here, uh, Josh. Yeah. You're gonna you're walking down a hallway, and then you notice that there is like an endoskeleton of one of these animatronics standing in the hallway. Right. And then the kid notices that it moves. But the thing is, is that when you look at it, it does nothing. Okay. But when you turn away, you start hearing it move. And then if you turn back, you'll see that it's walking towards you. Do you remember the the, uh. the Zelda um, things where, like, you had to, like, go walk backwards to get closer to it to, you know, to hit it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like that. It's just like I that. was actually uh, imagining super hot. Super hot, yeah. Something similar kind of uh have you watched doctor who yep you know the weeping oh, angels. the angels they're, yes. they're closer yes. to the weeping angels okay. where if you're oh. looking at them they yeah. cannot move yeah and they cannot interact with you yep. but if you look away they yep. can kill you yep and so you have to and so some of the a lot of the puzzles are like there's a hallway right here or i need to get around this robot and you need to turn around and listen and then turn around before it touches you and then you can sneak around it while still looking yep. at it and you cannot take your eyes off of it and so one of the best parts of this is when it starts throwing multiple of them at you and then it turns into this fever dream of panic right. as you're surrounded especially by especially if things. your your flashlight's I about to say, die i don't know a lot about these games but wasn't this a mechanic in a couple of the other ones and the other FNAF games? Yeah. There, it was close. And so I really wanted this with one of the animatronics and to fanboy a little bit. There's one of the uh, animatronics known as Foxy. And Foxy, the way he works is that if you flip the camera up and look at him, mm. it'll stun him for a few seconds. But if you look at him too much, he'll beeline it toward you. Oh. But if you look at him too little, he'll also beeline it toward you. Is Foxy the purple one? No, no he's the fox. He's, he's, he's the, red the fox. pirate fox. Yeah, the pirate oh, fox. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was the purple guy that did that. No, that's Bonnie. And so ah. the idea with Foxy is that you have to do this like juggling game of looking at him, but not too little, but not too much. Yep. And so it's the same thing with these guys except a little bit more where you must keep your eyes on them at all times yeah and if you must look away you must make your actions count or they're sneaking up on you huh. and and again to me it was one of the best parts this part of the game put me on edge like crazy and it comes sure. out of nowhere it comes ah. out of fucking left field and that's the best part about it you just don't know these are here you don't expect it and then bam it throws you in the middle of it and then you nice. have to deal with it and, and and that's one of the best parts of it and a lot of areas where you might think you're safe you're not and so one mm. of the best parts of it was there's this one room you go in there and there's like 12 bots around the room and you have to pick up a security thing pass and i knew as soon as i picked it up all these are going to come back right then i knew it was going to happen did it make it any less scary absolutely not it made me dread having to pick it up and then now having to manage this space, space. yeah and you and i did it and you do it and then you see them all frozen like walking towards you yep and that's what makes it terrifying and then as you start to back up from the uh, office, yep, yep. and you know, you're backing up, it's like, shit, are there any behind me? I don't know. And then it's, you hear, like, there's a shutter door, I open it, and I go through it, and it's like, okay, I should be safe. And I turn around, and then I hear the door open behind me. Yeah. Oh. And then, like, that was a moment, it was like, oh, shit. And they I turn can around, open the door? They can open the door, and I yeah. turn around, and yes, oh, yeah. they're there frozen, because now I'm looking at them, and yeah. it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and that was like a moment of terror I will not forget in a video game. It put me on edge like crazy because I was like, there was a save point on the other side of the door and I thought I could save. I thought I was done. Yeah. I was not. No, I, right. I got killed. Well, not killed, but whatever you want to call it. Capture yeah. killed. Yeah. When I was recharging my flashlight, yes. I'm like, I can't see. And I can just hear the sounds 
and I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. And as I grab the flashlight and turn, they're like right there. Yeah. Uh, they're there. Yeah. Like, I jumped. I'm just imagining playing this game in VR. That'd be oh, freaky. God, this game would have been that that section alone would have been worth its weight in gold. Terrifying. Sure. It was in that. And again, like I said, it sucks because the story of this game sucks. But the actual like moments of horror, when the game wants to like elevate it and actually yeah. show its hand of what it is as a horror game, is phenomenal. It is yeah. actually like next level. And so even to people that I say like, look, is it worth forty dollars? No. But there are some elements of this game that its horror is it's just, just spot it, on, spot fucking on. And I really have to give it to the people who made this game, not the writing, but the actual like coders and people who worked on this game. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you have my applaud. It is fantastic. Some of the moments with some of the animatronics get like just as well. Roxy was the best out of the three animatronics, mm. uh, despite the fact of how silly her scenario is, where you run her over with a golf cart by flinging it at her. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to explain it. The point still being is that you get to her, you have to take her eyes, and then at this point, her face doesn't have eyes anymore, and there's just oil and stuff coming out where her eyes used to be. Yeah, and so it kind of looks like her face is just bloody. Yep. But then what ends up happening is that Roxy now goes from this point of where she can see you to now where she can't, but she can hear you oh. and so now it comes to this point where if she hears you and she gets close to you she jumps, jumps towards your location speed. and so the idea now is that it becomes kind of like the whole like bull like a bull tank, yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. now if she spots you or she hears you she will jump towards you yep. and you have to move out of the way yep. and so now this section with her becomes this very terrifying aspect of now she can hear you really well yeah. but she can't see you yep. and you need to lure her around to break doors and it's one oh. of, uh, yes, and it's like, oh my god, that's so well done, because now you're using You the, have an animatronic battering ram. Yes, and yeah. the thing is, is that you have to be very careful, because if you're not, she will kill you, right. but you need to use her to progress. And again, like, it's such a genius moment of gameplay yeah. and horror being implemented together. It is shockingly well done. Yeah. But again, it is held back by this game's writing and pacing making no sense. So, one of the other animatronics you come up to, which is new to this game, is Sun and Moon. And after this one, I'm gonna, like, you know, try to wrap it up. I'm actually just wondering, like, would the, would this game in general just be better without the story? Without the fucking story? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, one of the... I think if, like I said, a, a clean slate. Seriously, if, I swear to God, if it was a, If they said, hey, this is a clean slate, this is new we're gonna, car... We're gonna this use... Is its own damn universe. Own yep. damn universe, we're gonna use the same characters, we're gonna use the same names, we're gonna use a lot of the same assets, but you know this what? This is Universe C. Universe C, this is a new story, we're gonna make this a lot less dense to get into sure but like the daycare was one of those other moments where it fell apart to me a little bit because you get in here there's an animatronic who's very friendly towards you and he's used to treating like helping out kids right but he's ocd yeah. so what you do is you knock some stuff over then he tries to go pick it up and he's not dangerous until the lights go off and then he starts chasing you through this playpen no. with the lights out and at that point it becomes pretty creepy and then what you have to do is turn on the emergency generators. Yeah. But then this is one of those elements where I think where the writing ruined it again because Scott was probably like, I want this to be able to fly through the air. And it's like, why? He's like a puppet. Yeah. It's oh. Like, like it, but it makes sense in that regard, kind of, except for the fact that, like, it doesn't with how he actually flies through the air. And to be mm. fair, I had this area bug out on me twice where he clipped through the fucking walls and killed me, which also <laughs> pissed me off. So it kind of dampened this area a little bit. And even the last one with Roxy, I right. had a point where she clipped into the wall and yeah. I could not progress. Yeah. Oh. Because the game gets buggy. Yes. Yeah. And so I had to reload my save in order to try that section again, which pissed me off. But even with Sun, like with Moon Man here, it was one of those moments of like, I think Scott didn't know how to like increase dramatic tension. And uh -huh. so this character comes back in the game. Yeah. And it's like, well, 
kid, you need to hurry up because at certain points during the pizzeria, power goes out and then he'll chase you, except the power doesn't actually go out, so it doesn't make sense of why he's mad at you still when there's lights, it's lit. And the whole reason he hated you in the pizzeria is because the lights go out and yep. he wants the lights back on. Yep. And it's like, okay, so then why is he chasing you again if the lights are on? doesn't make any sense. He's chasing you now in broad light. Right, right. And it's like, what is this? And then here's the more baffling thing. In order to stop him, you have to go into a recharge station, which you climb in Freddy and then go into the recharge station. Yeah. But then, like, you just go into the recharge station, and it's like, okay, he's gone. Where did he go? Yeah, where did he go? Why? What's he doing? What's yeah. what, Why? What's going on? And then Freddy's like, and then before you go to the door at 6 a.m., he's like, you need to hurry up. The daycare attendant is free. One last time. And that's his literal fucking quote. Like, oh. how self-aware are you that the fucking guy's going to come after us now? It makes no sense right. why Freddy knows this. Yep. And then why he's chasing you. Again, it feels like it's this moment of forced dramatic tension where I'm like, well, we need to give Gregory, like, haste to get at the front door. Otherwise, the player might have fun, and we don't want that. So we need to now have this thing chase you, which, by the way, he can teleport in front of you and Mm -hmm. impede your progress to trying to run away. And then after you install the last upgrade into Freddy, the second upgrade at this point, and you can't save, he could just teleport and kill you without warning. Yeah, so he pops up all the time. And, and it's, it's just, stupid. Yeah, and it's like, and again, it's one of these things of like, th- this didn't need to exist. Like, this right. part in the game didn't need to exist, and it's where the writing, again, impedes the fucking gameplay. And it is... There are going to be multiple things, too, for updates right now. One is Vanny. They've already said that, because Vanny is, like, the two times I've interacted with Vanny... They're is, forced. They're forced. But in the original idea, Vanny is supposed to be, like, a once in, like, a random kind of thing. Yeah. Where ever so often while you're progressing, she will come. Hmm. That didn't happen. They also fixed Freddy, but now Freddy is he's, like Roach from Witcher 3. Yeah, he's oh. kind of broken. <laughs> there was a part where I was calling him. I am being chased by Roxy, and he just runs by me, speed walking, and he, he stops right next to her. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, use my watch. Come on. Yeah, come here. Come to me. Come, come here. Come to me. <laughs> are, are there times where you'll call him and he'll be into the floor? What the? Yeah, You'll yeah. hear, do, 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 like, where are you, Freddy? And he's under the fucking floor because That's... he spawned under the floor. Right. And yeah. Then, there's just multiple times now since this update has happened. He is not coming to me like he was before. The first time, I'm not going to lie, playing on the PS5 before this update happened, he was broken. Yeah. I, he was going through places that he should not have been allowed to go through. Yeah. And so one of the things that was happening is like, Okay, well, Freddy came through this door, and now the door's open, and now you. And this can progr- is a security level eight door, yeah, and, and you he's can, just gone through it. And you can progress through the store because Freddy opened the door for you, when that wasn't like intentional. And so, huh. like, it, I wouldn't be even surprised if, like, me going and like doing Monty first or one of the animatronics, like, if some of these areas were like unintended. And it's like, no, you were actually supposed to do Roxy, then like Chica, then Monty was the play grace like play style. But the game is so buggy, I couldn't tell you if that was the idea or not. Huh. And, and it's and again, it's like one of those things that it's just like, it's like kind of like playing a Bethesda game where like I couldn't tell you what the in- original intention with some of these areas were because of how buggy it is. Yeah. And, and again, I, I hate that because it's one of those things that for how good some of this game is, other areas are just very unpolished and it yep. sucks. And it just ruins the game because and, of it. Yeah, and it ruins the game. So like, honestly, if this game was twenty bucks, I would say buy. If it. this game was twenty bucks, I would say yes. For some of the game, some of the aspects of where this game does horror really well. It's worth it the price of admission alone for the shitty story and for some of the bugs. But for $40, it's way too damn steep ah. for what the game wants you to do. And again, the, the section at the end of the game, I won't be surprised if many people just quit there. Because again, it gets to the point where you take out two of the animatronics, which takes a long time to do, and then it sends you on the 
quest to take out the third animatronic if you stay, but you have to do all of it in one shot. You die, oh. you die. You die, you die, and you have to reload at the door. reload back to what this area. And, and so, and this pisses me off even more so, because again, it comes back to this area of the game not being tested. I got Roxy's Eyes as my second upgrade. Yeah. And it helps you find collectibles. Hmm. But if you collect any of the collectibles, after you stay and you die, you lose everything Nate. that you've done. So all those collectibles. If you found 50 collectibles, you lost all 50 fucking collectibles. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And now, and, and it's so stupid. And it just shows like a serious lack of foresight. Like foresight. Sure. Yeah. If they would have made a hard mode, that would have been understandable. Yeah, if they made it like one life, one death, you know, like that would be like really interesting. Because it's like, okay, well, like now this game becomes a lot more terrifying. Yeah. But even in that regards, I feel like something like that is only good if the game is fair. And in this game where bugs happen all the time. Then you've got teleporting animatronics. animatronics. Yeah, and that's something else the game loves to do too, which pisses me off, is that like you can go into a room and like it's an enclosed room. There's one entrance, right? And you sure. come into the room and there's nothing in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden as you walk out of the room, you hear the alert noise and then you turn around and there's an animatronic behind you. Yeah. Because the game just spawns yeah, it behind Where the hell did you come yes, from? Especially the security guard robots. Yeah. There's uh. multiple times where like, you're not looking at me. Yeah. You weren't here. Yeah. I I waited till you get around me, you yeah. know, to get around. And now I'm all of a sudden as I'm you know doing this and I heard a sound instantly you're there grabbing me yeah. you weren't near me and yeah you weren't close enough to grab me yeah. but yet you're alerted yeah yeah, yeah. and, it's, and I'm like it, how how do you do this yeah it's so cheap too and so like again there's al there's elements of this game that are just really poorly done but like if this game was 20 bucks I would definitely say go out buy it it's worth the price of 20 dollars especially for how good the game looks and feels to play and for like the horror aspect of the game when it does it when it does it right in terms of everything else about this game, though, $40, hell no. I, I'm glad Scott dipped out if he finally did dip out. I hope he has nothing more to do with these games in terms of writing. Um, Don't these games drop in price relatively quickly, though? Yeah, they usually they do. They really do. But again, this game, like I said, looks like it feels like a AAA game, but it has the same problems that an indie game has. Ah. And that, to me, just kind of... It's, just the, it's a lack of an of like... It's like a lack of concept from start to beginning. Yeah. It's when you're writing a report and then you're halfway in the middle area and you're just like, I gotta BS this because I got I need 25 page paper and I'm standing pretty at 15 it's, right now. Yep. It's so like, he knows the starting point and the ending part and in the middle is where even, it, it's confusing. He, I don't even think we understood an ending point. I think it just sounds like it, like reading this story on a script is like and then this and then this and then this. It sounds like a kid trying to explain something. It's and nothing then, but bullet points. It's nothing but bullet points. Yeah. yeah. So again, this I, is gonna happen. This is gonna yeah. happen. This is gonna happen. But I'm not gonna actually tell you how. Oh, it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I, I would definitely say, or maybe just go walk, watch a walkthrough online. There's plenty of people who are watching these, playing these games right now, and maybe you can go sure. watch a walkthrough and you can try to decide if it's worth it or not. Or a let's play. Yeah, or a let's play. But I definitely do think that some of the horror elements of this game are very well done. Again, art, art design, ten out of ten. I fucking love this game and the way that it looks and feels. It looks so good. I, I can't just wish. That. I just want it like. If, I guarantee there might, there could be DLC for this because I feel like there's. I so, see it happening. There's gonna be me DLC. too. Okay, there's, I I because everyone. How just, long till the Willy's Wonderland DLC with Nick Cage? Oh my god. Well, there's just so many parts where I'm just standing here looking. I'm just like, I feel like this is coming. Like they're gonna add something soon for this for us. Again, I hope they do. I would love to see them. I would love to see this game give another like given another shot. And I'd like to see this game have another game after this. I'd like to see FNAF actually progress from here. And I would like to see it actually go somewhere. 
this game. Do you, do you think another developer would actually pick up the rights? Oh to yeah. This? Oh, this game, this series is worth its weight in gold. In terms I don't of think like, you understand. Well, like, like if you like, I want to have a topic of this, but that is just one of the games that just took the world by fire. Yeah. But it, I'm actually wondering what developer could take this over and do a good job with it. My first thought was Telltale, but probably not. No, no Telltale. Telltale's gone. Yeah, Telltale's gone. Anyway. Oh, yeah, right. I, That's honest, true. Honestly, I think any developer could really take this and run with it. The assets are there. Devolver Digital? Yeah, honestly, they could. The assets for this game are there. The art design is there. Everything is there. What just this game and these characters need to be written around is a cohesive story, and that's all it needs. If it could, if Double it, Fine presents Five Nights at Freddy's. Have Tim Schafer take it You know it what? Tim Schafer knows how to write a story. Yeah, yeah Tim Schafer knows how to find. Yeah, Tim Schafer could honestly take this in the right direction. I in think. my opinion, like the biggest problem with this is like the Game of Thrones theory. Like we'll never get we're we're never gonna get the you know what really was supposed to happen. Yeah, we're ah. missing two books from the Game of Thrones series. We we haven't got them. We're never gonna get them. Yeah, and oh. that's fine with me. So it's pretty much uh, up to imagination right now. Yeah, and that's what's happening right now on this like now because I checked the forums because hear me out. I don't know if this is a glitch. There is a part where at you're at the six o'clock mark. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. Vanessa goes, oh, hey, you know, yeah. I've had the, uh, okay, uh, this same thing happened to me too. Yeah, where she tells you to come to the stage. And she has I go to the stage, nothing, nothing happens. happens. Nothing happens other than Moon Man is still there. I don't know if it's a glitch or she was just doing it to get Moon Man after you. Yeah, I don't know. I've asked this question on the forums and no one's just like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a glitch or something like that, or maybe something was supposed to be added, and maybe it is the Moon Man who come gets you. I, but I feel like it's not because I feel like how her tone was was like, so, like she had something waiting for me. Yeah, it felt like there was supposed to be something there, and there just wasn't. Again, I this game screams of, hey Scott, we ran out of time to write around your stupid fucking writing. Like we're done. Like the game has to be shipped now. Sorry. And then he probably, like, I don't know. I, I hope he was, like, upset. And I hope that people... I hope a lot of people rip apart this game for the story. I hope a lot of people give the credit where credit is due for this game for, again, its play, its gameplay, its visuals, its art design, its sound design. I hope people praise this game where it is worth it in that area. But I hope that everybody who has any fucking brain looks into this game and says, Scott, this writing fucking sucks. We're glad you're gone. Bye. We're gonna work with like, somebody I, else. I don't get me wrong. I, you know, he created such a great, you know, you know like IP. It's just that he didn't know what to do to because do he didn't think this was going to be a great IP, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like I said before. I made one. I made two. Oh God. I gotta make a three one. How is this gonna work? Is this the own little thing? Is this gonna connect to the story? How am I gonna do this? Cause like the timeline is confusing. Was Five Nights this this guy's first game? Like no 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 no. no he had that game. was his last Hail Mary. Oh. It was, yeah, it was one of his last. Hail he Marys. made a lot of weird like um, educational like um, Christian games. Oh, so he was behind the Left Behind games. No 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 no, no. like 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 little children ones. Oh. Like kind of like, like um like learning about the Bible, math, oh. and stuff like that. He was a like a cashier at a dollar store. Oh, like I mean his his story of how he came to be in this development is amazing, but it just feels so bad that he just cannot get. He just doesn't. He's not good on the writing part. Ah. If him like giving some information to an actual writer, I think would have helped greatly. Sure. I, it, it's the same problem we have with Metroid Other M. I think the problem is, is that the main person who made this game wanted to throw in their, like, throw into the story, and then nobody looked at him and said, hey, dude, this is, 
like not a good idea. And right. That's when we have Metroid Other M. And I think this game is kind of the same way. We have a lot of really good elements to the game, but we also have Scott just completely ruining the game because he wants to write all the stupid bullshit, and it literally did not need to be that complicated. Uh, so I would definitely say if you're going to get this game, wait for a price drop. Wait for a big price drop. $15, $20. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Seriously. Yeah, it's going to happen. I, I guarantee that this game is going to get fucking review bombed. I, I see it happening. I see a lot of fans. It's getting good reviews, but everyone complains about the same thing. This game does not feel finished. Yeah. The one thing. And they said, do we, what does it connect to? Yeah. Because everyone's trying to figure out the lore right now, yeah. and no one knows if it. Because in my opinion, it it it's the, the it's the it's the meat in between the sandwich, in the lore. In my opinion, because there's stuff that talks about the books that only were mentioned in the books, yeah. And then there are stuff from the game. So it's like, which universe is this in? I don't get I, it. I don't know. It just it, I I want to say something about like this being a worst case scenario if Hideo Kojima messed up Metal Gear Solid in terms of the story because of how convoluted that stuff is. Like, what would happen if he wasn't a good storyteller and how effed up Metal Gear Solid would have been? Yeah, the good news about Hideo Kojima is that you know. he's actually a very competent writer. Okay. And so... So th this is like an idea of like what not to do in, in that case. This is an <laughs> idea of what not to do. This is yeah. an idea of, man, you should have just started over. And sure. Just say, hey, I fucked up, guys. Because the fans are willing to work with you on this. If there's anything about this series yeah. that they I love... love it, the, they love... The, the community of, of these games, with how eccentric they can be sometimes, the community of this game... It is definitely one of the best aspects of this series, huh. and they deserve better than this. And again, I think it's one of those things that if even Scott would have came out to people when he was still accepted in the community and said, "Hey guys, I kind of wrote myself into a wall here, and I need to start again, and I have a better idea how to do it, or I'm going to help me hire like some professional writers to figure this yeah, out." Yeah, and I'm gonna start from new. And, and if I, he would have said I, that, I think I, I would never. And the community would have said, "Okay, fine, you know, like screw it, we love." As this, long as the game is good. Yeah, as long as right. the games are good, and we love the series enough, we'll work with you on it. We're willing to do that. Again, it it, it is one of those things that it has saved. Again, Final Fantasy fourteen. I will always use this as an example. It would save World of Warcraft if they ever just actually humbled themselves and apologized to the community, but they won't. Yeah. And, yeah, and, it, and it's the idea of, like, well, if Scott or whoever owns the IP now, Nap, actually says, hey, look, this story sucks, guys, we're going to start a little bit over. We're going to keep the same characters, art assets, but we're going to, we want to write a better story because we don't feel like we can continue with the story. And I think yeah. the fans would be fine with it. I think the fans would say, okay, well, we'd like to keep some elements to it, but, like, yeah, we understand. And, and so... I, I want think I, after I've, the second one, he should have gotten a writer. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm hoping at this point that we get more news of what's going to happen to FNAF, and I hope that the fans are willing to wait for the next FNAF game. And I'm willing to wait another two or three years for another FNAF game. Me too. One. But I just, I really hope that whoever picks the series up hopes like they don't have to actually acknowledge Scott and his work. They just need to acknowledge the character. Sure. If they were to say, hey. The Five Nights of Freddy game that we're making, this is all new. This we're gonna have we're gonna use It's this. like it's like a reboot. It's we're, gonna be we're a gonna do a full on reboot. Yeah. The slate is clean. You know what? I would be like this as long as it's got a good story and it, questions get answered. Again, I will not complain about having a little mystery where the community works together and finds codes or does something. That doesn't bother me, but he pulled a loss and look what happened to loss. I lost interest in that show. Get it? Lost, lost interest. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. 
but zing. It, yeah, I, I guess I guess the correct response is for whoever makes the story now is like, you know what? We're gonna make our own story with blackjack and hookers, and then that's where they go. <laughs> and, then that, and then that's where they go from here. I honestly, they still have all the lemons to make all the lemonade in the world from the series, and I think it can keep going. Look at Genlock so. Two, the yeah. season for Genlock Two. Genlock One story is fantastic, and then Genlock Two story for the show has jumped the shark and, and made so many unanswered questions of what's going on. Right. But yeah, that's that's my that's my opinion on the game. I definitely think wait for a price drop. It's worth buying after it gets a price drop, or just go watch some let's plays. Uh, and I hope that new fans come from this game, but I hope that they don't blow this game up like it needs to be from a story writing perspective. Uh, for the lore right now, for everyone hunting stuff down, it's really like lit up right now. If everyone's like finding these codes everywhere, yeah, of they're course. already trying to decipher stuff right now. It's like insane. It, yeah, and it makes me sad because I don't think they're gonna get anything. I don't think some of the stuff that they're looking at are actually anything but just random stuff that they put in the game. Yeah, and he's done that before too, so again, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'll let other people with too much time on their hands figure it out. And then I'll yeah, let, exactly. And I, then I'll let Matt Pat go on and steal all the information online because he doesn't play the games himself or give a shit about the lore or the community. Well, he's, he's just, playing now. I mean, he's playing, but he's not the one actually figuring the shit out. All of his fans are. Oh, no, I know. His fans have helped him greatly. Oh, they do all the work for him. That's, that's why I hate him so much, is because he literally just takes all the information from his fans and from online forums, and he just republishes it as his own work. Huh. He's a pretty face, but he's a really stupid individual. So, yeah. Uh, man, I mean, so, are... yeah, I'm probably going to make a lot of enemies by telling people I don't like game theory, because apparently game theory is, like, huge. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's like the Logan Paul of the internet. It's like, I don't know how people are, can be a fan of something so shitty, but, hey, here we are. <laughs> and that's it for me. Yeah, um, the only other thing that I've been playing right now is Deep Rock. I love that game. I know that you hate it. And then Deer Simulator. Wow, that game is insane. Aaron bought me Animal Crossing for Christmas, so I haven't been able to play it for the last two weeks, so hopefully I'm going to get back into it now and be able to actually give a good review I on I know Animal that Crossing. Sophie wants to come on the podcast, but she's just been she's starting a new job. Yeah, so, so I'm hoping that with next week, this is plural, uh, I actually have a better look at Animal Crossing and I can give more of a, a good opinion on it. Um, I don't know what game I really have coming out this year that I really want to focus on. I really want to focus on Pokemon. Oh, I need to look at Final Fantasy XIV. I need to actually review that. I don't know if I want to have another episode next week where I just talk for fucking 40 hours straight. Oh, remember, we're doing every two weeks. Yeah, yeah every, every two, two weeks. weeks. Sorry, so we, every it's, two weeks. it's just because his work schedule is messed up. My yeah, work schedule yep. is... And it gives him, us more time to play. It's giving me more is messed up. And then the first time ever, he was able to sit on a Saturday... In a Sunday and just game for yep. that weekend. I played. I played Final Fantasy VII Remake for ten hours over the weekend. Yeah, damn. And nice. He wasn't able to do that because he was constantly working. So on you music. have something to talk about for yeah. next podcast. So yeah, this is going to help out us both. This yeah. will help us out. But uh, next time we do talk, if people don't have anything to talk about, I, I really have. Oh, a lot. we will. <laughs> I, I have a lot to say about Final Fantasy XIV, so I hope one of the upcoming episodes I can talk about that. And honestly, yeah. the little bit longer we wait on that, the better, because like it still just came out. You know, there's oh, still yeah, spoil- it's an MMO. Yeah, there's still spoilers inbound, so we're gonna get to that. But like, um, I will I will talk about that when I get a chance next time. I'm hoping that maybe I can just talk about Animal Crossing next week for like an hour or so, like not an hour, like 10, 20 minutes or so. Hour later. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, you give me you give me a chance, man, and I can talk about my favorite games for like four hours straight. I oh, can I do believe that. you. I, I can do that. So I just like when we we both have a game that like one of us has also played. Cause like like talking about Halo, I love Halo, but like it's just me that's played the Halo story campaign. Yeah. Or so like, it's like when we have something like FNAF. anything that we have like gripes about or we like, it's easier to talk about. True. I would actually like to see Josh play FNAF. That'd be interesting. I had. I it. would get bored. 
you know, I, I just I just get bored with those games. You I've know, seen people play those oh, on the, Twitch, oh, and I just from what I've seen, I would get just bored. Well, this one's actually like roaming around in, like open world. Yeah, so, uh, you're not stuck in a yeah, game. You're, not you're stuck actually like, wandering around. Yeah, like, this is actually like you walking around. Like, huh. I think you might actually like this. It's like an adventure game. Yeah, more. it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually more interested in the one that disappeared, the RPG. Oh, yeah, that one is I awful. think I still own it on oh. Steam. I think I have it's, that. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. It's oh. not worth it. He gave people oh. a seizure. Uh, what? He just gave it to us for free. He gave people to it for free who already had bought it, and yeah, it gave some people a seizure. And then it's, That's it's gone. Up. You can never find it on Steam again. Yeah, ah. because he took it down because it was that bad. Ah. There's a bunch of flashing lights and yeah, strobing effects. A lot of people got seizures, apparently. Yeah, nice. because... Uh, yeah, Scott didn't uh, look at anything first and be like, oh, is it a good idea to put flashing lights in video games? Should I give a warning? <laughs> yeah, should I give a warning? Oh, nah. Sorry, guys, I programmed this with a disco ball. And then the story and then the story sucked, too. Ah. Yeah, it was supposed to answer the biggest question, well, what was in the box? Uh, it, was, it was a wife's head. No, it was in the book series. It's that one girl. I, I'm, I'm, spoil, oh, I I'm spoiling seven. Oh. With Brad Pitt. It was his wife's head. Oh. Fight me, it's a 30-year-old movie. Yeah. But, uh, oh, God. I guess that's all I really have to talk about this week, so Animal yeah. Crossing next week for me, maybe Final Fantasy VII for you or something sure. else you can talk about. Adam, what do you have going on? Um, right now, I will be playing that one. Um, It's that new game that just came out on Game Pass. It's where you're, like, absorbing, like, slime or whatever it is. You're on a weird alien world. It just oh, came out a little bit ago. What's the name of it? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the name of it. I know my, what you're talking my about. My one friend told me, like, I'm like, like a new, some new games that came out on um, Game Pass to try out and play. So I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to look at all the new ones that come out and just play. Well, I canceled my EA Play because 2042 right now for me is, it's just, it's, it's, ah, I don't like it right now. I actually have that. I downloaded... It takes two because I found out that I had that on the it's Xbox Series S. It's automatically on Game, game Pass. It but takes... you have to have access to EA Play in order to use it. It's under the EA banner of stuff. See, I don't have EA Play anymore, and I don't have 2042 See. on there. But I have It Takes Two still on my Game Pass. Oh, I know it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But I have the uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which has so all that crap. Yeah, so do I. So, but I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Game Pass is worth it, man. In so, my opinion, Ultimate's awesome. But yeah, I mean, I've got a, a billion different games. I'm just gonna be jumping from one to the next. Right now, my focus is just Final Fantasy. It's yeah. gonna take me a couple weeks to finish that one off. It's a good game, though. But it's fun. But yeah, I mean, like like I mentioned before, though, this podcast is now going to be not censored. And I'm going to be... I don't think we're going to do commercial breaks, so the stuff's just going to run straight through. I'm going to still do the background music because I personally like that stuff. But mm -hmm. basically, I'm putting this out every week almost as is. That's why I I'm taking the you. sensors out, just to make this so that it's as easy and as fast as possible so that I have more time to play games. Because with my new commute, it just it's it's harder for me to edit. You know, yeah, well, We're recording on a Monday. This is like a work, a work day for me, so it's just like... Eh. I know. You know, we usually record on Saturdays, so I have Sunday to edit. This time around, we don't. And next week, or Saturday this, was Christmas. Yeah, this this upcoming um, weekend is New, New Year's, Year's Eve, and I'm going to be gone that day, so I can't edit that week. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, so, it's basically we're taking out as much crap as possible, so that I don't have to edit as much, and so I can just throw these up as quickly as possible. As possible yeah. I get you. So it might be a little rough around the edges, but I mean, it's still the same 
yeah. thing, essentially, at the end of the day. And so, if people download it, they do. And if they don't, well, whatever. So, wise words of Andrew. What can take us out? Say some wise words. I already know what's taking us out. Oh, music-wise, I mean. No, not music-wise. Wise words. What would you say to Scott if you met him? What are the fine... Oh, nice Whoa, what the... <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to Scott if you actually met him? Your writing sucks. There you go. That's what's taking us out. Huh. <laughs> Halo, all I play by Palette Swap Ninja. No one's beating me challenges what I need, Ben. I would roll on Xbox Live. Halo, this is all I play. Now my fate is sealed, I've run out 